What's up and welcome to the Los Wise Guys podcast. I am one of your hosts, Eslam, a.k.a. Ra, God of the Sun, accompanied by Dan the Madman and Lord Disco later on in the episode. This week we discuss the tragic passing of wrestler Brody Lee, as well as the HBO Max Warner Brothers 2021 movie deal, and finally, Wonder Woman 1984, The Review. So sit back, relax, while we whisper that sweet, sweet wisdom in the goddamn ears. Music. Taking a hit of weed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> it sure sounds like it. That's what. That's what everybody that's says. A, it's a fat dab. <laughs> that's what it says. <laughs> sounds like. Um. No. No. That was me. I'm back. I'm back from the dead with an inhaler. Oh, cool. Um. Oh man. See, that's that's why I wanted to give it a second. You gotta you gotta give me a second to catch up now. Oh man. <clears throat> oh. How you doing, Dan? I'm You've been I'm, through some shit trying to catch my breath um yeah man so uh i wasn't yep yeah exactly (laughs) exactly i was thinking that every day um i wasn't here last week first off thank you danny for coming danny's here once again he he filled in for my uh my uh shoes last week and he's back and uh, i'm very happy to work with him hey 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 what's up what's up um so uh yeah i wasn't here last week because i got sick again and um yeah, man. So I had uh, every symptom you could think of when it comes to COVID, um, including a fever. I got real high up. At one point, I hit 103.5. I hit the KTU, I call it. And uh, <laughs> That's a good one. I hit the KTU. Yep. Uh, For those of you that that's don't a radio know, in, station, in our way. area, that's the, that's the radio station, uh, the 103.5. <laughs> Not the new KTU, the old one. But um, so I hit Some that. Uh, slanging right there. What's that? Some advanced slang right there. Yeah, exactly. bring the mic closer to your mouth, Disco, because you're oh, going in you and out. I like that, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah. Real nice, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had the fevers. I had the chills. Um, you know, uh, it was it was bad. I just had everything you could think of. Uh, I missed work a couple days. I hit up Eslam <laughs> one day, and I was like, hey, man, um, I, I might be dead. <laughs> I don't know if I can record right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily, like I said, Danny filled in, or Disco filled in, and uh, you know did a did one hell of an episode with that song. Uh, but I did get checked into the ER at one point because uh, I was just it was too bad. Um, so I go in there. I went to my own hospital. Doctor walked in. First thing he's like, "You got COVID?" I'm like, "Man, I don't know. You you got to tell me." <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't know what the deal is. He's like, "I think you got it." And I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, can we check? <laughs> like. Can, can we know? <laughs> so uh, I did a couple different tests. I did a different x-rays, chest x-ray. I had my first ever CAT scan. Have you guys ever had a CAT scan? Is that when you go into the tube thing? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah, I don't think so either. 
guys, do I have a story for you? So it is scary. It's like you're in there, it's like making crazy sounds, claustrophobia. Yeah, no, all that was happening. Um, I didn't have any claustrophobia though, because I was more upset with the fact like they want me to lay flat, and but when <laughs> I do that, I just can't breathe. I'm like, I, this is gonna be rough, guys. So they just had die me... for us real quick. It's fine. <laughs> so they it's had fine. you'll pass out, but yeah, back. exactly. You might die, but we'll, we'll we'll get to see what happens. We'll know why. So um, I'm laying in the thing. They had me going backwards, like feet first, and I had to keep my hands above my head. It was this weird thing, and I think I was too tall for the machine because every time I went through, I felt my fit my feet hitting something on the other end. I was like, this ain't right. They didn't have this set up properly. And, okay, um... Yao Ming, check it. <laughs> So, and then they had an IV hooked up to me where they had to shoot a dye in so that I guess they would get a better picture of like my chest and everything on the insides. And, um, they said, you know, people have different reactions to the dye and they kind of left it at that. I'm like, no, no, what are, what are the reactions? What, what's going to happen to me? And then they're just like, well, one thing people feel is this heat. I'm like, okay, I don't like heat. This is going to be weird. So they do the thing. They shoot me up with the dye and all I feel is, is just hot fire, just it was like Dylon. Dylon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was like Dylon from Chappelle's show just going through my veins. And yeah. I felt to shoot into my arm, up my arm, across my shoulders and all of the heat just permeated and went straight to my groin. All of it just there. Oh, just <laughs> If it couldn't get anywhere, it's just like, oh. That's it was all the heat. All the heat. And I'm just sitting there with just the fire crotch, just like just angry. <laughs> Thought I was gonna die. Oh, it's 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 just chlamydia. <laughs> Your crotch turns into the human torch. It was insane, and then that's the thing. It's like I don't remember much of the cat scan after that because all I focused on was the heat. And then you know they get me back at the machine. And people come by. I'm like, you okay? And I'm just looking. I was like, why? Why'd that happen? Can I they get finally... an ice pack from my balls? <laughs> Dude, it was bad. I don't know. Fire? But I don't, I don't get like why it all went straight there. Like <laughs> it was insane. But um, I went back. They uh, they uh, went back to my room. They gave me some more uh, fluids and stuff. And they're like, "All right, you can leave." And I'm like, "Do, do I have COVID?" <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, you gotta go get tested." I'm like, "So y- you guys can't test me?" <laughs> okay, so I came here, and now I gotta go somewhere else to get tested. Pretty upset about that. Um, <laughs> so I ended up getting tested. I've been tested three times. I got two negatives. The other one I still haven't got results for, which is very upsetting. Um, but I have all the symptoms. Um, I've been back to work. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I had all the symptoms. All the symptoms are gone now, with the exception of my breathing. Uh, as you could hear, I took my inhaler. Um, got to do every once in a while. I'm still taking some medication. And every once in a while, it's, it's hard to breathe. Like, if I go on a long rant like I am right now, I'm going to start uh, gasping for in a few seconds. So that, that tends to happen. <clears throat> Yeah, um, yeah, that sounds like it's horrible. Uh, oh, so yeah. It's like COVID, but not COVID. You got like that new, new advanced strain. Oh, no, man. Got that fire crotch. that new shit. Like, <laughs> COVID <"All right."> 2020. 2021 <laughs> <laughs> on deck. It's like, they're going to get ready. Bro, it's like, um, it was funny. I saw this meme where it was, uh, was it Z- Xing Ping or something like that? Mm-hmm. Whatever his fucking name is. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Um uh dressed like uh dressed like Steve Jobs mm-hmm. at one of like the Apple things and he's yeah, like, yeah. We gave you COVID 
now we got COVID Pro coming out in 2021. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was so funny, and and that happened before the new strain came out. Yeah. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, there's uh, a a mutation of the virus that started spreading in. It started in the UK, I think, in London yes, was the first yes, um, recorded case of the new strain, uh, <clears throat> and now that new strain has spread through a couple of different countries including spain sweden switzerland italy germany <laughs> denmark australia japan singapore canada and lebanon reported their first cases of the new strain of uh covid uh the sars covid 2 i think it does was does that does that make it like covid 20 or is that just like I don't know what they're going to call it, but um, COVID nineteen twenty. I'm assuming it's going to be the same thing. It's like the flu. When the flu, there's it's still the flu, but there's different strains of it. You know? Yeah. So this one is a little bit more aggressive in its um, in its uh, infection rate. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's what they're worried about. Um, but it's crazy that again this is happening again. There was this. Um, I was listening to this episode of Rogan. He had like a scientist on that he was talking to about like masks and transmissions and stuff like that. And one thing he was saying, he was saying, I don't know a lot or we don't know. There's a lot of things they still don't understand about the virus. Um, Like if masks actually help or not, there's like so many varying opinions of whether it does or not. And Joe asks him, well, he's like, well, look at Japan. They have a very low transmission rate. Uh, not that many, and and Tokyo's one of the densest cities in the world, yep. right? Those people are on top of each other, and Japan still had one of the lowest transmission rates. So, and they and one of the reasons everybody thinks that is is because of the masks that they're wearing. Um, there, it's just a cultural things. Whenever someone's sick, they put on a mask so they don't affect others. Um, <clears throat> the guy was saying, well, the N95 masks definitely help. Mm-hmm. Right, if they're done properly, <clears throat> surgical masks and cloth masks. He said they don't really help that much. The virus is too small; it can pass through. Well, then there's the issue of droplets. Uh, like if, if it's if you're coughing or whatever, the virus is coming out in droplets from mm-hmm. your body, and that's what the masks are supposed to stop. Mm-hmm. And so there's like all these like different variations of whether the masks work or not. But one thing we do know from looking from the outside, everybody in Japan, or at least a large, large majority, 90% or something, are wearing masks, and they have one of the lowest transmission rates. So if we try that and our transmission rates fell, then we can at least know that masks do help. But the reason why we can't tell in the United States if masks help or not, because yeah. it's a it's a political statement now yeah. whether to wear a mask or not. And this ain't co- this country ain't gonna do it because this is America, and and in America yeah. we don't wear masks. We only do what's right. And I want I want to I want to shoot people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, shouldn't be a choice. There shouldn't be like pro mask or and not. Like, like it's, it's not. It's it shouldn't death. be it's political. Consideration for other people really. Exactly. Like. It's it's one of the simplest things anybody can do to help like get out of this pandemic that everybody's suffering from financially um like economically like the whole world is got fucked up so dude when when i work in a hospital where we all have seen what covid can do like everybody who works there has seen this with our own eyes yeah and you have employees in the hospital talking about we shouldn't be wearing masks like come on 
<laughs> Come That's on. absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> they're saying they're saying not to wear a mask. Some people some some people yeah, some people are just like, "Oh, there's no need for masks. We shouldn't be wearing this that and the other." And it's it's <clears> ridiculous. <throat> I've, I've I've had people coming into my office where I'm wearing a mask. They're like, "Oh, you're sitting here by yourself. Why do you have a mask on?" Like, I'm not taking any precautions. We have circulated air throughout the hospital. There's COVID patients in this hospital. I'm I'm still going to I, wear a mask. I heard that the virus. I don't know if this is fact, so don't take my word. But I heard that the virus could like survive for two weeks on a surface. So like, yeah, something be safe like that. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, why not? Let's say it. What two weeks, two days? It can survive on a surface for a certain amount of time, which definitely makes the transmission rate a lot higher than yeah. a bacteria going on a, a a surface and dying immediately. Yeah. Well, so like that's at, at my job. One of the things, because uh, it, it took a while for masks to become mandatory. They are mandatory at my job now, but for a while it wasn't, and I was still <laughs> wearing it regardless um, before it was mandatory. And I remember people questioning why you do that, and it was something as simple as, okay, if a patient comes in through the ER, they have COVID, and they get moved to one of the other floors upstairs, how are they getting transported through the elevators? And like Danny said, these things live on surfaces for long periods of time. In a small enclosed space like an elevator, the same ones that we use, why wouldn't you wear a mask? Just think about that. And it's like people don't go out of their way to, to just think, I guess. Who knows I don't know. how, many, how many times that elevator has been cleaned that week or that day? And that's like, the thing. Is it getting cleaned all, immediately after like, <laughs> each use? Yeah, it's not. No, I doubt know? it. <clears throat> you know, people are just ridiculous. Um they nitpick the the things that benefit them and they choose to ignore the things that hurt them i don't know it's weird whatever i just feel like america's just a bunch of knuckleheads yeah <laughs> i mean dan and i talked about this um on a previous episode uh with like how like the whole taking the freedom thing to like the next level where it's at this mm-hmm. point it's like you're you're choosing like this thing to talk about freedom but then you're getting screwed over by the people you vote into government <clears throat> that took 6 months to vote whether they should give you $600 or not when they knew these benefits were going to end at the end of the year and they fought about giving you another round of payments when the country's been shut down when hundreds of thousands of people millions of people actually lost their jobs uh, <clears throat> so many people are going to get evicted from their homes and these people are like oh we, we're not going to give you another $1,200 and then they fought to give you si- some senators fought to give you $600 that just shows you how much your so-called representatives um, care about their constituents and then you guys are like fighting amongst each other about whether we should wear a mask or not like this is just a a level of stupidity beyond understanding um and and that bill like the way the news made it sound is like they signed the 900 billion dollar bill that 900 billion dollar bill is part of a 2.3 bill a trillion dollar uh relief package and most of that 900 billion is for us uh, the united states the rest of that money is going overseas Going to other countries. Um, I, I heard about that. Uh, like a lot of the bills uh, or some of the bills going to other countries when I, I personally feel like we should be focusing on ourselves. Like we got people dying all, every day. Well, yeah, exactly. So, <clears throat> again, that's one thing that shows you that these people don't really care about 
us, like the, the government officials that are supposed to be rep. We're a, dem- a democratic republic. We pick representatives to represent us in the government. That's what your senators and your House of Representatives and all these members are supposed to be representing the people. And all they care about is their bottom line of their these people that they answer to overseas or how they can make money overseas and whatnot. And then... 90% of this bill is going overseas um, to like a bunch of different countries and they're like maybe we'll give you guys some money. It's just absolutely mind-boggling. It's all that so, all that for politics so they can get like political power, advancement. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the reason why this bill didn't get passed before the election was because of again political power. Nancy Pelosi was blocking this bill. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, actually, a, a much bigger bill, a 1.8 trillion uh, bill for the United States. Um, she kept blocking it from going through because she didn't want Donald Trump to sign it in before the election, so he can't. So he people can't use it for his own, I guess. Exactly, she used order. it as a political strategy to yeah. lower his votes, um, and then now we now we're getting one nine hundred billion, which is like you know, like one point eight trillion was better. So, yeah. you know what I mean? It was more money for everybody. Um, but again, this is they don't care. Nancy Pelosi doesn't care about us. Because yeah. they don't have to live through it. They're all good. They don't have no. to. <laughs> they're not the ones struggling. They're not the ones that, you know, <laughs> don't know where the next rent is uh, next yeah. week, next month. Their next meal. So it was just like I've seen a lot of memes and a lot of tweets saying, oh, let's, let's take away their... Um, their money for six months give them six hundred dollars and let's see what they'll do yeah you know what i mean oh yeah Um, that'd be cool so but you know it's never gonna happen because corporations run america and (laughs) um it is what it is and the masses don't understand for some reason they they keep believing the same lies capitalism (laughs) yeah i mean capitalism is good until it goes unchecked and then it you know yeah that's for another time yeah. but um <laughs> another episode yeah uh dan you wanted to talk about um a wrestler who recently passed yeah now um brody lee uh just passed away um like Eslam, i was saying to you right before uh, we started recording um this this one uh definitely hit hard this 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 is a uh, eddie guerrero chris benoit situation like um uh the Brody Lee 41 years old um he still so yeah I know and he was at the top of his game the top of his game and the thing is he um uh he everybody's talked about so much uh his family more than anything which I'm I'm happy about um me as a fan I know him from what I've seen on the wrestling you know on tv screens and stuff like that but it's it's nice to see all the wrestlers and everything talked about how he was a good man, a good father, which is so much more important than being a good wrestler. And um, the thing with Brody is, uh, so he was a, a WWE guy for a long time, and he um, he was big on the indies. He got hired by WWE, and he was kind of like a sidekick in WWE. And he was all right with it, but everybody knew like how good he could be. He but except he was never really given much opportunity, and every time they would start they would stop and he never really got to do what he wanted multiple times he requested to be 
taken out of his contract to be let go so he could go pursue wrestling in other companies and they just didn't wouldn't let it happen so they ran out his contract with him sitting at home doing nothing for a while and he just wanted to wrestle and um eslam remember when uh we went to the show in chicago the AEW wrestling yeah. show remember the dark order the yes. group of like the evil people and all that stuff and they were talking about there was an exalted one mm-hmm. brody lee was revealed to be the exalted one nice of the dark order i think you've mentioned this on an episode yeah before. probably so when he debuted, it was like one of the first episodes of the COVID era where they were doing shows where there was no audience and everything. And still, with no audience, you could see the impact his presence made on this new company in AEW um, throughout the internet. And it, he just took the world by storm. He started winning titles. He, they gave him a mic, and everyone's like, oh, shit, he really could talk. WWE never gave him the chance. And he just took every top opportunity he had. He ran with it, and he became... One of the top guys. He was soon to be a world champion, and now just to hear that he passed, it, it's it, it was uh, it's still sad just thinking about it. And uh, I hear say, that. Um, did they say how? And from my understanding, his wife put up something online that said uh, it was something that was uh, respiratory related, but was not COVID. So, uh, yeah. It's so a mystery I'd, thing you got. What's that? What? the mystery disease you got possibly right but um yeah so nobody knows what it is pneumonia or something yeah it could be a it could be a number of things but it was nice to see uh if he had a um a weak immune system i don't know possibly under us a different underlying cause yeah it could be many things Um, yeah but it it was nice to see dwb still put out something um you know like uh we're sorry for this that and the other all the wrestlers <clears throat> he's been working with, uh, they've been posting stuff for days now, or I guess it's it's been like two days as of this recording, I believe. Um, so everybody's putting stuff online, and um, what kills me is uh, AEW has a podcast I just started listening to, so I'm going back listening to our episodes. I literally just finished the Brody Lee episode, and then mm. I read that. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. And in like, the whole episode, he's talking about how he was coming up, how he was happy to work with people, how he was talking about his son and all these other things and then this happens right after so it's i just wanted to mention it's very sad uh especially somebody who was gonna he was gonna do it he was gonna be world champion yeah it's, it's gotta always pay sad respects to, to uh, talent you know person with integrity and uh, absolutely it's always, it's always it sad to, to see, see when go young um yeah potential like that gets um taken away yeah um so yeah, it's it's sad to see the person go and see the the potential of what could yeah. have been gone as well. Uh, one and one match in particular, I want to shout out of his uh, that he mentioned that he was extremely proud of uh, on the podcast, and it was one hell of a match. His last match um, was against Cody Rhodes, a dog collar match, which is like an old school thing that you don't see much anymore. A uh, dog collar match for the TNT Championship. It was brutal, it was violent, and stuff that he always wanted to do but was never really given the opportunity to do, and he finally got that opportunity. And he got to do it in front of one of his heroes, a legend who was in the crowd at the time. So if anybody ever gets a chance, uh, I would say a good way to honor him is watch that match. Um, Brody Lee versus Cody Rhodes, TNT Championship, Doc Collar match. And um, also, uh, if you buy any of his uh, merchandise on Pro Wrestling Tees right now, all of the proceeds is going to his family as well as Mick Foley's um, Pro Wrestling Tees account and CM Punk's. 
Um, so if you buy any of their merchandise for the next month, all the proceeds are going to be going to um, Brody Lee's family. And I'm sorry, his true name, his real name is John Huber. So that would be John Huber's family. So just um, want to get that out there. Rest in yeah. peace. <clears throat> Absolutely, rest in so, peace. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's it's super sad to to hear about this and uh, condolences out to his family. And um, yeah, it's it's gonna suck. And um, but yeah. hopefully they'll they'll pull through. There should um, be a tribute. I'm assuming a tribute show this coming Wednesday on AEW Dynamite. Uh, I believe the whole night's probably going to be in honor of a, of a Brody. So. <clears throat> and what time w- would that be on? Uh, that would be 8 o'clock uh, Eastern. Uh, um, and what's that, three hours? Different time. Yeah, what's your time, Pacific? Cali, it's yeah. three hours back. Yeah. So there, there's going to be that. So. Um, yeah. Uh, so if, if you guys haven't uh, noticed the past two weeks... Um, we released the new episodes on Wednesday, and I forgot to mention this last week. Um, so uh, our, our recording schedule changed. Um, so now we're recording Monday, and we're going to release Wednesday instead of the following Monday like we had originally planned because it's just um, we don't want the the content to be too old when you listen to it. So we figured this way it's a little better. So we're going to start releasing on hump day. Um, you know, um, so that's that. Uh, and so uh, let's let's talk a little bit about HBO Max. HBO um, Max. What's up? No, I'm just HBO Max. Yeah, I know. You good hate old, HBO Max. Good old HBO <clears throat> Max. Um, yeah, HBO Max and AT&T are really doing some horrible shit to uh, Warner Brothers and DC and in general. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. Um, a couple of weeks ago, Warner Brothers uh, announces, uh, first they announce, I think, Wonder Woman will be released simultaneously on HBO Max and in theaters on Christmas Day for no extra charge to their subscribers. Uh, Den and I, we talked about this on the podcast previously. I said, I don't think this is good in the sense that they're not charging money for the the movie um they're definitely losing revenue there like yeah. i feel so, like a lot of it is ticket sales wouldn't it be like <laughs> yeah we'll get more into the ticket sales in a little bit but so it's they they said that they also had paid before they announced this they had given patty jenkins the director and gal gadot each 10 million dollars for so they can put the movie on hbo max and the reason for that probably because in their contracts they probably had some type of deal where they would get a piece of the, uh, you know, revenue from theaters, from box office revenue. So that happened. Shortly after they announced that they will be <clears throat> their slate of movies being released in 2021 will be also released simultaneously in theaters, and on HBO Max. Now, when this happened. A shitstorm of things happened following afterwards. Um, A lot of, uh, first of all, Warner Brothers announced this without even um, telling their partners, like the different other studios and production companies and all these other parts, the actors, the directors of these movies, 
<clears throat> that they're doing this. So nobody knew. They just announced it. They were mm -hmm. like, this is what we're doing. And Warner Brothers is like the distribution company. So, um, uh, what's going on, Ben? Your, your video completely disappeared. It's working now. Oh, okay. <clears throat> That's fine. Yeah, you're gone it's for recording. Yeah, you're gone for quite a bit. On but you end. you still heard me, right? I yeah. still I saw him. You're good for me. Okay, okay yeah, not mine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Where, where where was I? Sorry, I got distracted. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> a lot of moving parts. To yeah. So to so they say so they announced this to their to the world without consulting any of these people. A lot of these people get paid through box office. Um, that's how the companies make their money back from the huge movie budgets is the box office revenue. So if they're releasing this um, stuff on HBO Max with no extra charge. Um, the only one that's benefiting would be Warner Brothers and AT&T, <clears throat> the parent company, because the subscribers go directly to them and these people are not getting a piece of it. Right. Now, <laughs> what happened with Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, they thought that they it wasn't going to make that much money opening day since it's being released on. Uh, they thought it wasn't going to make the same amount of money as The Croods Part 2 that came out in theaters during COVID, which made, I think, $10 million opening weekend. They thought Wonder Woman wasn't going to even make that since it's being simultaneously released on HBO Max, but it actually did better. It did 16 point something million opening weekend. Which is great. I didn't even know movie theaters in Jersey were open. <clears throat> right. I like Who's going to those? those exactly. Crazy brave souls. <laughs> so Wonder for me, <laughs> was that? Go. I don't know. <laughs> uh, for me, it doesn't make sense for them to release these movies for free. Um, I mean, I, I'm not complaining, but it's gonna hurt me in the long run. Yeah. Um, because, <clears throat> and I'll get to that in a second. I feel like you just need one person to pirate it, and then the whole internet has it. Right? Well, I mean, the movies are going to get pirated anyways, right? Yeah, that's, that's going to happen. Movies always get pirated. That's not the issue. Um, and most people now will, will actually pay for it since they, like, like the Mulan thing, even though it was a shitty situation. Yeah, that's what I wanted to bring <clears throat> up, actually. And Disney's never apologized for that. Um, they refused to, which fucked them. But... Um, <laughs> People paid for it, and it did well, right? Yeah. So I don't understand why they just can't do the same. And if you want to give your subscribers a little something, then non-subscribers can pay, let's say, $40, $50. And if you want to, like, entice your subscribers, subscribers, hey, you pay $30, mm -hmm. right? Why not? Like, you, you can do that. People are like, oh, I don't want to... I don't care if I if I pay $50 for a movie every three months or uh, like twice a year when it comes out instead mm -hmm. of paying $30 on top of the 15 or whatever that I'm mm -hmm. paying every month, right? You'll have people do that and they'll have people that, hey, I like the shows on this, I'll watch it and I'll pay for the extra for the movie, whatever. Yeah. They can do that and still make revenue. <clears throat> now, um, the the other thing with the with the revenue is that let's say for a movie like wonder woman or most of these comic book movies their budgets are really big right their budgets are in the hundreds of millions of dollars so you're not going to make that money back doing it like this like doing a simultaneous release on hbo max for free and um in theaters especially during this time because you're just not going to make the money 
if you're not making your money back, then it's at, then you're operating at a loss every time you make one of these super big budget movies, and then we stop getting these big budget movies. So now all of a sudden, either we get them and they're shit because they're super low budget, or we just don't we stop getting them at all. These big blockbusters, um, which ends up hurting us in the long run. Um, so we don't. So we'll have to see what the what happens and also Warner Brothers announced that starting 2021 2022 there will will release four movies the, the, uh, theatrically and Theatrical. two movies on HBO and also with new spin-offs for their movies on HBO Max spin-off series so they're kind of going into like the Disney route but not really where they're like we're just going to make spin-offs of everything and we'll see what sticks and um yeah it's just so we can have content so we can keep people on the um on the um on the streaming platform now Christopher Nolan who's been a director with um AT&T uh with Warner Brothers for uh, he did I think all his movies with Warner Brothers was very unhappy when he um heard the news and this is a quote of him uh in an article uh, in the Washington Post, an article by Sonia Rao, um, called the article is called "Why Filmmakers Are So Furious About Warner Warner's HBO Max Deal" on the Washington Post. Um, so here's here's what uh, Christopher Nolan said: There is uh, absolutely no love for cinema nor for the audience here. The filmmaker continued, it's all about the survival of the telecom mammoth, uh, one that is currently uh, bearing an astronomical debt of more than $150 billion. Therefore, even though Dune is about cinema and audience, AT&T is about its own survival on Wall Street. Filmmaking is a collaboration reliant on mutual trust of teamwork and warner brothers has declared they are no longer on the same team so that's a direct quote from christopher nolan um which makes a lot of sense um uh, this is one of the other reasons why uh, at&t slowly killing dc publishing um which we'll get on get on that subject in another um episode um but yeah what do you guys think I feel like Sorry, there's just a, a lot of. Uh, I feel like it's pretty effed up for them to just make such a big decision without notifying them in any way. It's just like, hey, this is it, boom. <laughs> yeah, it it only hurts them because a lot of directors went like Sony was like saying we had a lot, we had an increase in directors coming to us talking about wanting to make movies with us instead of warner brothers because of the deal they made because they know they won't be making their money back or the deals are gonna suck or that warner brothers could do something like this without even discussing it with their partners so i mean in the shorthand it's gonna benefit the customers because they'll get to see these movies for free mm-hmm. in the long run it's gonna hurt the customers because then the quality of movies are going to start to go down because of the budgets and not being able to make their money back on them. And no matter how much money they're making from um, subscriptions, they're not going to be making $300 million movies all the time, right? 
like Netflix doesn't make three hundred million dollar movies, right? And so it just is like is that, it is just that doesn't like, make sense. Would that be considered like a high end budget? Three hundred million dollars? Yeah. Yeah, that was the budget for I think for Endgame. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Just to put it in perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that uh, around there, maybe a little bit more, but um, and but that movie made like what two point something billion dollars in box in worldwide box office revenue. It made more than it should have. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's the thing that people are looking at, right? They 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 putting this budget in, and they're looking for that bill, yeah, the the billion dollar revenue to come in through that. So, so that's what happened with um. HBO Max and uh, Warner Brothers, which is uh, annoying to say the least. One good thing, though, is HBO Max will be removing the Chappelle show uh, at the end of the year. So, uh, nice. as what happened? Nice. <laughs> yeah. So they listened to Dave Chappelle as well, and uh, they're going ahead and throwing that um, off their website. Uh, I gotta take a breath after all that. God damn, that was a long rant. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, but Wonder Woman got released on HBO Max. Wonder Are, Woman. Wait, hold on one second. Are they doing anything to fight like against Warner Brothers? Like, I think stuff, some or, like some that has to be like a breach of contract or something like. Like, I feel like they can't just change the terms of delivery or releasing it. Like, just like well. That. Well, they're releasing it simultaneously theatrically and on a streaming platform. I don't know if if there's something in the contract that says they can't release it on a streaming platform. Um, but as I think if they're only doing it on a streaming platform, it's a big issue. But they're doing yeah. it both um, because they know people are still afraid of going into theaters and rightfully so, especially with a new strain of the virus going around. So that's happening and i i I mean i get it but i think they needed to do this the smart way and charge people for for this and maybe their thought process was like our people are struggling for money right now we don't want to overcharge them we want to give them something that will get them through the pandemic but at the same time it's like all right well (laughs) <laughs> then we're just going to get shitty movies later on. Shafted in the long run. <laughs> and I mean, those people who can't spend the money, they're not going to spend the money. They'll just pirate it like like anybody who doesn't have the money to do it anyway. <laughs> so it's either way, you're they're going to get I it for like free. And I feel like because it's on the stream website instantly, it's going to be a clean-ass pirate too. It's yeah, not yeah. going to be like a cam one. <laughs> I mean, when movies go on Netflix, there's, uh, there, I see them on pirated websites all the time. Like it's just like a clean version. So it's just yeah. like, I mean, even with Netflix, movies get pirated. So it's that's never gonna go away. But it yeah, is but I'm is. just talking about for movies that don't not like not on a streaming <clears throat> site, like like yeah. before, like when they actually were released in just theaters, and then yeah. before anything else. <laughs> yeah, you get that shitty camera uh, <laughs> version of it. I think people are so into watching movies in high quality that they don't, not many people do that anymore. Um, Not many people are going to sit through like a shitty pirated version. So, whatever. But let's get into Wonder Woman. Um, 
before we get into like the details, <clears throat> what were your guys like first impressions after seeing the movie? I actually didn't finish it, but uh, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of DC, so I mean, I didn't think it was that good. But then again, I can't say really say because I uh, I didn't finish it. I, uh, my favorite scene was uh, when she was flying on the jet. And all of a sudden, she's just like, uh, uh, I think I know how to make this turn invisible. And then boom, she just magically turned <laughs> it invisible. It's just like, what? Yeah, that was a funny one. Um, yeah, I, I have like, a... Just to like I get have, like an invisible jet reference, I felt like, you know, just to like squeeze it in there real quick. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what they did. I, I think they could have done it in a better way. Um and and she and she like mentions it in conversation with him, but like they don't show it on screen, which I think if they did, but we'll get into the details later, Dan. Um, what were your first impressions of the movie? It was bad. It was a bad movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I mean, uh, even I, I watched people it had it was... like didn't have high expectations. They're like, it's not gonna make that much. <laughs> uh yeah, no, I um I saw it uh, as I was watching. I mean, it, it at best I could say it's okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty much it. Um, I, I, Danny, I like I got audio issues. Um, I think you said something about the whole her her like all of a sudden being able to turn something invisible. Um, yeah. That yeah, it's stupid. The the movie was was dumb. Um, There's a lot of it that made no sense. Um, why is Maxwell Lord? A wish person now like i don't i don't know what was happening the whole time and also I'm trying it was to figure long out what's happening. two and a half hours it's pretty pretty long yeah it was it was long it was two and a half hours um yeah it like my initial thoughts was like all right this is decent for a sequel and um there there was a lot of things that i was just like why is this here <laughs> like why is this here and um so let's start getting into the nitty-gritty um the opening so there's like two opening scenes in this movie right the movie starts out with the flashback of her doing that race and then the whole quote about the truth and what it means or blah 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 that we don't even get reference to or find out why this happened until the end of the movie right so for that scene i would have just saved it when uh, she was fighting Maxwell Lord until the end. And like when she starts that speech about the truth, I would have kind of went into a flashback and cut that scene short. And so she can like just towards the end where I forget her name, the the lady that taught her how to fight, the Amazonian that taught her how to fight, how to um, when she does says that line about truth. Yeah, her um, aunt. Whatever yeah, whatever. So uh, that was just like, all right, fine. <clears throat> then the movie starts happening in the 80s, right? And then you, we come to the mall scene, and then she's getting to the mall, and like where it, that opening scene to me was kind of like, I think it was like a, it was paying homage to the original show with Linda Carter, mm. the way it was like happening with like her saving people, but you're not seeing her and like just seeing flashes of her. Uh, suit as also was kind of um superman-esque to me like the old school superman like like when he's like saving people and you don't really see him and the one that came out in the 80s yeah 
Huh? The one that came out in the 80s? Yeah. Um, yeah exactly. <laughs> so it was kind of like paying homage to those styles because, they, again, I think they were both in the 80s. Even the Linda Carter show was that 60s. I That's 70s. 70s? Okay. Yeah. Um, I, so, yeah, maybe so 70s that into happened. 80s more or less, maybe. Um, yes, and then like the story progresses, they find uh, we get introduced to Minerva, to Maxwell Lord, um, and uh, they they're like the stone all of a sudden is just like oh this is a stupid stone it looks fake blah 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 and like oh make a wish and <laughs> she makes a wish that Steve comes back and. She, uh, Minerva makes a wish that she's like Diana. And one guy made a and, wish he wanted some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like, he all was, right. He was so happy too. He was like, best day ever. It like, yeah. It's like, congratulations, you. you wasted your wish on a, a <laughs> cup of coffee. Uh, but yeah, and then it, there was a scene where, like, they're later on in the movie where they were. Um, looking through Maxwell Lord's desk because uh, they were looking for the stone when they were in his office. And there was, like, a bunch of sketches of the stone and, like, different, like, views and things he's found and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And my first thing is, I was like, can all villains just, like, sketch? Yes. Like, every time I see a movie, like, the villain has, like, sketches of what, like, they're trying to do. And it's like, like, if you guys are good at sketching, just be become like artists or architects or something why you gotta be like evil i think there's more money in being a villain um yeah i, I guess <laughs> definitely more money and, and it's I, more I, exciting I get paid that much huh? what happened it's more exciting to live on the edge <laughs> yeah i guess but i was just like why are can all villains like sketch it was so weird um but then steve comes back and he's in someone else's body um, which was like weird and stupid. I yeah, was that like, guy never is... got to make his wish because he was stuck being Steve Trevor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like I was like, all right, this is weird, and she's slowly like losing her powers throughout the movie, but she can make the plane go invisible. And here's the thing <laughs> about the plane, right? I know they wanted to be like Wonder Woman's invisible plane. Mm-hmm. We got to bring it in somehow. She's like, oh, Zeus made the island invisible, and I was kind of playing with this power, and she starts, like, moving her hands, and you see, like, this invisible bubble happening. Um, And she goes, like, I only tried it with a cup one day with a mug, and then I lost it because I couldn't find it. I'm like, okay, that's completely fine. Why didn't we see that scene? There was, like, a, a there was like almost, like, a montage of how boring her life was mm-hmm. without Steve. Mm-hmm. Like, why in, like, one of those scenes when she was, like, sitting, eating dinner or, like, at home, she's like, I'm bored. Let me see if I can make this fucking mug disappear. And, like, just show us that without her speaking. And then, like, when when it's that scene with Steve, like, okay, that makes sense. Like, we just saw you try this, and now you're explaining it to Steve. And, like, you've been working on this a little bit. The movie was long enough as is. I didn't want an extra two minutes added on. That was, like, a (laughs) three-second scene that they could have added. Um to this like two and a half hour movie that half little. of it didn't it really make sense. was out of nowhere she's like i could do this now <laughs> one thing one thing i want to mention real fast uh, before i forget is this was a uh, 80s it was set in the 80s correct mm-hmm. how how is it that you can make a movie that's set in the 80s and you don't have any good music in your entire movie oh that's true I how do you do that yeah 
Like the, their sound. This is one of the worst soundtracks I think I've ever heard in a movie. And it was just like you're set in the '80s, and you can't come up yeah. with a good soundtrack. You're killing me. That's that's one you're of like, the best years for like rock music and music in general. <laughs> yeah, just any type of music. Yeah. It's it, that that yeah. is right. I didn't even notice that. Like uh, I've told you true. before, I don't really notice soundtracks. Like the only movie when it comes to movies, I that's the only time I pay attention to music. <laughs> is um, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy? Like I love that soundtrack so much. <clears throat> and that songs were mostly from the eighties. I think <laughs> so, there, there were a couple different spots, but one of the classics. things I was most looking forward to was the music. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Well, they showed the bet on that one. Yeah. Uh. Oh, what the fuck is happening with like the fast like running? Um, oh, in that highway effects. scene, it, it's Where just like, just, like I, I don't know what DC's up doing. The truck and ran like seventy miles an hour. Like, yeah, I don't know what DC's doing, but that shit looks horrible. I think her feet didn't touch the ground like six times. Like, I know you're on a rope. Like, this is like. It's really, really bad. Like, you guys need to figure out a way to make this better. Like, the Flash looked horrible when he was running. He looked like he was ice skating for some reason in the other movies. And <laughs> now this was bitch worse looks than like flying. she's fucking... I, I don't even know how to describe it. It was so weird. It looks like she was trying to climb a ladder but not going anywhere. With her flying the whole time, it, it looked like she was just like, okay, I want to look cool, but I don't know what to do with my hands. That's what yes. it felt like the whole time. I, I felt like, like should she I, was running regular speed, but like, like her feet were moving regular speed, but she was going seventy miles an hour. Yeah, like, something yeah. doesn't look right about this. Um, yeah, it's it's so freaking weird. I don't get it. Like, why can they not make a good effect for speed running? Like, they they didn't do it good in Justice League. Um, and uh, Batman vs. Superman with the Flash. And I think it was the same thing like Dan said. He just didn't know what to do with his hands, so he was like, oh, I'm just going to ice skate. Like, you know, I'm just going to be a, uh, a figure skater for a second like, I'm a Paul while I'm running. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> um, yeah, so that was one of the other issues I had with this. <laughs> all right, let's continue <laughs> with all my other issues. <laughs> Um, so the story progresses and she's like, uh, she's getting along with Steve and whatnot. Minerva's starting to discover her powers come in cause she wished like she was Diana. So she's getting Diana's powers. Um, Diana slowly losing her powers throughout when you, when they were going after Maxwell Lord and they were in the white house and they were fighting, she gets hurt. And before that, when they were in the, um, in Egypt and she did she spoke Arabic and it was decent too so I was just like oh that's nice um you uh, understood it it was like yeah aren't yeah. there like different dialects or uh, I don't know no no it's it was like it was just like like Egyptian Arabic it was like regular um yeah. like it was just like very small sentences that it was just like it wasn't yeah like gonna be you know <clears throat> so um, like she gets hurt in that she gets hurt in her shoulder. She's not as strong while she was in Egypt fighting those trucks and whatever. Um, and then like when, when they're fighting Maxwell Lord and Minerva in the white house, she's getting her ass kicked again. And it's like, oh, that's like the, the, um, <clears throat> the drawback from her wish. And when, and they were trying to figure out like what God did this. And she was like, some gods, when they do stuff, um, it comes with a price and I think she mentions the God, but I don't even pay attention to who it was. Um, I don't think it was anyone from the Greek gods. I don't remember. 
but yeah, she's like she's going through that and like it's just like it wasn't enough excitement in the movie. Like there wasn't like the story wasn't uh, like there that well. What I feel like that's what like I felt they, like too. It's like very flat the whole way. And yeah, it's just so sad. It was so long too. You're just like God damn. <laughs> and I'm just like, what's like? I don't know what the fuck Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot were doing this whole time. Um, but it wasn't like that great. Like some of the some of the scenes and they got that were okay, mil. but what happened? And they got the ten mil from uh, yeah, what was it the Warner Brothers thing? Yeah. So so that happens, and then like they're progressing and whatever, and like Cheetah, uh, Cheetah, um, Minerva like wants more power. She's like, and Maxwell Lord, he's like, I'm feeling generous. I'll give you another wish, and like she's like, I want to be an apex predator. Blah blah blah. And she turns into the cheetah, and I'm like, first of all, cheetahs aren't a- apex predators. They're not. The <laughs> don't top don't of the hang on. That's long. I gotta. I gotta stop you. Don't start with like, that. Come on. Don't start with that. Nobody like, thinks that like... except for you. Huh? <laughs> Nobody thinks that except for you. When it comes to not. apex predators, <laughs> you're the only person that would complain about something like that. <laughs> I mean, but whatever, like, right? Cheetahs. So, ah, God, beat him up in my sleep. <laughs> So speaking of Cheetah, since since she came up, um, Cheetah has actually went through a duffel, a couple of different variations since she was introduced in um, in the Wonder Woman comic books. Um, I read this uh, New York Times article, a history of Cheetah in Wonder Woman, written by Devin Fuller. Uh, he goes through like the first appearance and such, um, but the Cheetah as we saw her in the um, the movie where she's actually like a beast and uh, not a person dressed in a cheetah costume was uh, first uh, sh- shown in 1987 with uh, with the way that it happens is that um, uh, Minerva uh, was a greedy, selfish archaeologist who forces uh, an African tribe to perform a ritual on her, hoping it will give her immortality. Uh, but instead, it, it had her transform into a cat-like cheetah uh, thing, gaining superhuman strength and speed. But uh, like everything, the ritual, like there's a drawback. So she can, uh, her human form becomes frail and weak. And as a result, her <clears throat> to live up to her potential, she has to be in like the cheetah form. So that's the the first time we see the, the cheetah as we've seen her uh, similar into the movie. <clears throat> go check out this article it's really cool um not that long and it shows you uh different versions of the cheetah um with the the cgi cheetah i liked like a lot of people complaining about the cgi and stuff i didn't mind it that much i thought it was actually pretty cool um it but but like the action sequence between them was like Okay, it was kind of a lot of circus, circus de Soleil, oh fuck, what is it called, Cirque de Soleil, where they were just like, like she was using her lasso and like whipping around, and then like she broke a thing of like wire, and then like they were just whipping around each other and fighting in the air, and I'm like, this just reminds me of like a, a Cirque de Soleil performance, and like, I was like, okay, this is okay but like can i can i see some like fighting cheetah's like usually one of wonder woman's uh 
big baddies, I guess. So, like, you guys could have done more with her. And, and especially, um, Kristen Wiig did a really good job with portraying Minerva, I think. I oh, think yeah. she was, I like, she was cool too. the best part of that movie. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It was, uh, to me, Cheetah was decent. What did you guys think about Cheetah? Uh, I actually didn't get to that part. Oh, damn. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, che- Cheetah was, uh, she was cool. Um, Chris- Kristen Wiig, uh, did a pretty cool job as Cheetah and, uh, and Barbara. Because she's actually an actress, that. you know. So. Yeah. And, uh, it was all right. I mean, I don't know. It was, like, I, I, she got the character across. Like, it's supposed to be somebody who just wants to be wanted. Um, she got that mm-hmm. across. But, um, other than that, just... Overall, like I feel like even the comedic uh, scenes they tried to do throughout the movie, every one of them fell flat. Um, like this movie couldn't get me to chuckle. Like uh, yeah. it was, I don't know, man. I just feel like this really was a failed. It was failed on every attempt. Uh, everything they tried to do. This definitely made it seem like um, this was a one of those movies that's like straight to DVD. That's what it felt like. You know what? It no this. To me, felt like a big Hollywood blockbuster. This is the way I see most movies. Um, okay. <laughs> the, I mean, like, usually big big Hollywood blockbusters are usually way better than this. But, no, um, that's what I'm saying. This is I, this is how I feel about most Hollywood blockbusters. Like yeah, when I watch just, just like about any Marvel movie, like oh look, it's this, and so it's like you know I felt like it was that. Like the first Wonder Woman came, it was a very very good movie, and okay. this is the complete opposite of that yeah it's uh, i think i i i just don't think they knew the direction they wanted to go with it and they tried a couple of different things in the movie um because it wasn't really like super action based like the first one where she was like trying to prove herself trying to she's going into the world of men and she's you know, going to show them. And in this movie, it's like the 80s. She's like, yeah, yeah I'm like a successful woman, yeah. whatever. But even that, in the first one, the comedic bits, they, they hit. Like, they yeah, were yeah, funny they when did. they needed to be. They were serious when they needed to be. This one, it was just like, the whole time, I'm trying to figure out, what, what, do you know what you're supposed to do right now? Like, I, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't, under, I, do, I, I just didn't know. The whole time, yeah. I'm trying to figure out, like, they don't know themselves what they're supposed to show me. Yeah, it was weird. Um, I feel like they're trying to give background into like her, who she is, but it, it just all fell flat to me. It, it was, it's just boring. They were trying to build up her character in this one, yeah, because she didn't get like much screen time in Justice League and whatever. But like, uh, they did a bad job of building up her, like her character development in this movie. Like, yeah. It was. It, it definitely fell short on a lot of things. It was lackluster for sure. Um, I want to talk about the Golden Eagle armor real quick. Um, which was another thing that was like, why is this here? Um, but <laughs> so that golden armor. Uh, so I did a little bit of research, and in a Den of Geek article by Delia Harrington, um, explaining the. The Golden Eagle armor. So this armor appeared in like my favorite comic book of all time, Kingdom Come by mm-hmm. Alex Ross and Mark Wade. Mm-hmm. And um, it, so this is she wears this like in the in the final fight in the towards the end of the the comic book and stuff like that. 
and um and in this movie uh she she they give a background a quick background of uh this lady called Asteria and um who the armor was made for and how she helped the the Amazonians escape to their island so Zeus can hide it from man and like she was left so in Zeus man's could be world. like hey this one time I I made this cup disappear so I'm gonna now do it to Themyscira <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna disappear yeah. playing now <laughs> uh, that's, a, um, that's so. a pretty good magician <laughs> that's growth right there actually yeah and then they showed them like hundreds of men like attacking this armor and nothing happens and like she's fighting Cheetah and she like breaks like uh, like the armor and shit also, like, when she was going to the island and she was, like, fucking swinging on the lightning and shit like that mm-hmm. and, like, flying and doing all this shit, I thought she was going straight to the island, right? And the armor was in her apartment. Mm-hmm. But then, like, she was getting to the island and all of a sudden she has the armor. Mm-hmm. Like, when the fuck did she get it? Mm-hmm. Did she, like, Uber it to her halfway through? Did she, like, press a button and it, it got to her? Is this another power you know, we don't know? Can I, she, like, summon shit? I did notice that, and I feel like that was a direct response to one of the complaints I had in the first movie, uh-huh. where I've said this multiple times, where at the end of the first movie, I don't know if you guys remember, when she has to fight against Ares after she's discovered who he is, they have yeah. a scene where they're standing and they're talking to each other. She has no weapons available, and he's talking to her, blah, 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 this, at the other... And then they cut to something else, and then they cut to her jumping off of the roof, uh-huh. and she's back in that same room she was in her last previous scene. And I'm just like, oh, they had to show that she went back up to the roof where there's a sword so she could get the sword and then do this, and it looked extremely awkward. So I guess this time they were just like, we're not going to give them the details because everybody complained <laughs> about it last time, so she's just going to magically have it. <laughs> It's so stupid. I was like, like, they both don't work. Both the ways that you they, went with did not work. Just give her what she's supposed to have. You know, like it's like, it's it was so retarded. It's like, uh, I'm going here. Up, oh, magically have this golden eagle suit. Yeah, that was one thing with whatever. the first movie. It's like Ares. She's like, oh, hang on, I forgot. My sword's over here. I know we're about to fight. Just give me one sec to get the sword. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go get the god killer real quick. Yeah. Um, and the suit was goddamn useless. It just broke like, apart. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, what was the point of the suit? It got really she didn't put rusty. it on right. She was, the straps were wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was sitting. Like, it was. It wasn't properly covered all these years. <laughs> it was deteriorating. Like th- there was no point to the suit at all in that fight scene. Like no, it didn't there give her was any one extra powers. Point, there was one point for the suit, and that was for the after credit scene. That was the yeah, only. No, point I know. I was gonna bring that, that up yeah. in a second. Yeah. That was yeah. The backstory. Her wearing it, all that was and then the like after the after credit scene. credit scene was all just for that mid credit scene, yeah. at, after the movie, whatever. So she fights Cheetah, beats her, goes into Maxwell Lord. Um, the 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 wind was too strong; she couldn't get to him because of all the wishes that were being no. made. <laughs> so it's just like Wonder Woman couldn't stop this one businessman because it was too windy. <laughs> like think about it's, that; it's so ridiculous. But it was, yeah, so she couldn't get to him because it Were was too windy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, she can't go save anybody in Chicago. The wind will beat her. She'll um, be like Eslam then... waiting on that street corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bro. I've never been so cold in my life. <laughs> I don't know why. We had just eaten, too. I was standing next uh, to him just laughing the whole time. I'm like, why are you so cold? Oh, God. 
I, I every time I remember that, I remember like how fatigued I was because I was shivering for like twenty <laughs> minutes. Just gotta get a pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> that was right before COVID hit too. I know. Um, but yeah, so she was getting beaten by the wind, and then like all of a sudden she's like speaking, and she's like, "Oh, I'm not speaking to you." My lasso snaked its way to your leg, and I was talking to the people the whole time. Yep. And then, like everybody renounced their wish, and like yep. things was got, things were going back to normal. So essentially, and her lasso was like the kid, the game that kids play, where you take a mm-hmm. piece of string and put it between two cups. Yep, <laughs> that's what her that's <laughs> yeah. what her lasso did, so she could speak yeah. to the entire world. <laughs> Damn skills. So she could talk to the world and turn things invisible. Oh, yeah. And when she was selling about the truth and shit like that, that's when you put that scene in the beginning when she's younger and she tells her about truth. And I was just like, all right, cool. This is whatever. And then she she wins. Uh, I even forget how it. Oh, Maxwell Lord gets his son. He's like, thank you. And I'm just like, uh, is is he not going to go to jail? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like is he like everybody well, renounced their wish the world almost ended well but that's he's just gonna be like one thing i was thinking about the whole time is just like this man just almost destroyed the entire like life like yeah. he almost destroyed everything and and then the whole time i'm just like why were they so mad in batman versus superman if just in a few years back in 1984 this one businessman tried to destroy all existence <laughs> And they're and they're yeah. like it was like maybe so, they didn't remember it because everybody renounced their wish. I guess the whole time I'm thinking I was like this is the worst thing to ever happen in that world, and this is including Batman v Superman. This is including Justice League. This is including yeah. all those movies. Like no, it took one businessman <laughs> in Washington D.C. to almost destroy the whole world. Granted, that almost happened in 2022, but that's a whole yeah. other thing. But <laughs> <laughs> um, you said 2022. 2020 also. 2020 T O O. Yeah. Oh, 22. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thanks, Dan. I'm a little retarded. Um, but it was just like I was. I don't. Even, I honestly don't remember how the movie ends after what happens with. He he said I like, renounced I my wish and he hugged his son. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? Did Did anything else happen to Wonder Woman? Like, did we see anything else? Steve I Trevor. Honestly don't remember. remember uh, uh, she um. Crap! Now, no, I forgot. I really don't remember. <laughs> he hugged his son. And I, I remember. Was like, I remember the one scene when when everybody was renouncing their wish, and that wall in Egypt like fell down, yeah. and got replaced by like a river. Yeah, and I'm just like, but that was before he hugged his son. Yeah, 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 no, I know that was before he hugged his son. But I'm like, what? Like, are people not gonna notice that there wasn't a river there? They were and thirsty. Now a river. They were thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> if you when you're that thirsty. <laughs> Anything could happen. <laughs> Who cares what was there? There's water there now. I'm like that. That's fucking crazy. Like the the typology of Egypt changed, and people are just yeah. gonna be like, "All right, yeah, that's cool. This river was always here. Everybody had nuclear weapons. <laughs> they all just disappeared. Yeah. They're like, oh my god, sir. They're they're just like they're they're gone. I'm just like, oh, this yeah. Half of the movie didn't make sense. Yeah. Um. And then the end credit scene is we see this person in a blue coat walking. This light pole is like 
falling and then this person stops it with one hand and like pushes it back it almost fell on like this kid and uh, this lady and her child <clears throat> she's like oh my god thank you whatever and she, it turns around and it's linda carter aka the wonder woman from back in the day yeah. and uh she's like no problem you know it's just like a shifting in weight and i'm like okay enough with the bullshit yeah she's mm-hmm. like don't like, worry i do pilates <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> like that's like, how you bitch, get that super was a, strength that was like a telephone pole and, and that scene what of, weight you're shifting <laughs> that scene upset me so much because like as she starts walking and i see her from behind i'm like obviously it's not gal gadot oh it's linda carter and then they do everything of like, oh, I was right. It's Linda Carter. I was like, you can't even surprise me. Like, this movie can't do anything. Like, it, it, can, and, it can't and she do was one like, thing right. Yeah, she was like, what's your name? And she's like, Asteria. And then she, like, walks away. Um, and I'm like, okay, so so the whole Asteria bullshit was just to bring Linda Carter back in. Um, that was the whole point. Yeah, that was the whole point, just to put her back in the movie. And with that said, I think today these um, Warner Brothers announced they they're they're moving forward with a wonder woman three yeah so get ready to be underwhelmed again gentlemen well um, no, hang on i'm gonna cut you off right there it might maybe be maybe really they'll get good. it right it might be an amazing movie maybe we'll see they did it right the first we thought time this was going to be an amazing movie see, that, that's i gotta say the I, gotta, I gotta call you out on last good. week i gotta call you out on last week you were hating on everything too much you have to have a little bit of optimism a tiny sliver <laughs> of optimism and maybe two out of three, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what was crossed. I hating on last week? Oh, Any, the, every time um, they were just like, oh, yeah, they're going to make something and put it on Netflix. Here comes us. Nope. Nope. It's going to be trash. <laughs> it's going to be trash. It's not going to be good. Don't even give them an opportunity. Don't give them no chances. It's like, it, it, And I'm sitting there like, it might be okay. Like, it's probably going to be bad, but it might be all right. Let's Let's give it a chance. I mean, when you're right, you're right, Dan. I'll, I'll give it a chance. I, I mean, I'm going to watch it whether it's bad or not. I'm going to have to watch it. That's just what I'm going to do. Everything I said that was going to be trash, I will be watching it. So, yeah. I mean, I all hope the you're Star wrong, Wars shows it... that I shit it on with you and uh, like all that shit. I'm, I'm going to watch all that stuff. Okay. You know, hopefully they do get it right. You know, yeah, maybe, hopefully. Maybe it would be that off chance, that one in a mill. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is like the, I guess since they're making another one, this is like the middle child that no one likes. So hopefully the the, the new one is gonna be good. Hopefully. Our expectations are already low, so like if they come up with something even decent, it's just gonna be like, oh, that was actually. <laughs> yeah, that was. <clears throat> that is true. So, see, I read one article um, that just said, "How are they gonna bring Steve Trevor back this time?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's that's true. Um, they'll find a way. It'll be his clone. They'll clone him. He's gonna come. Time out travel. As a robot. <laughs> the Flash is gonna bring him back. <laughs> All along, the Flash saved him from the plane. I mean, he could be back when when they do the Flashpoint paradox. That could change. I'll see how they fuck that storyline up. See what I'm saying? Yeah. See what I'm saying? It might be okay. <laughs> it might be all right. We don't know yet. Uh, so so negative. It's like everybody talks about how <laughs> I'm negative. Everybody says I'm negative, and I, I'm always the one. That's just like, well, I hope they do a good job, but I'm the negative one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, lately I've been I've been negative. It's it's the it's the pandemic, man. Being cooped up at home is just like made yes. me. You just want to hate so on everything. Pessimistic. I'm sorry, you cut off, Dan. Me? Yeah. I was just calling you a hating ass hater. I don't know. I don't remember what what I was saying. All right. Out, man. Again. (laughs) It happened again. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? 
Yes, I yes. can hear you. You're a hater. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying you're a hater. <laughs> <laughs> Sipping on some hater uh, Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to be a hater until I see some good shit come from this. I mean, I'm you sick. have reason to hate. A lot more than a lot of it is bad you know there's there's more bad than good coming out i'm so let's see how much shit on the Zack snyder cut that i've been excited for <laughs> since forever um i still don't we'll see how think that it's necessary but that that whole that whole cut is just unnecessary whatever <laughs> the the original one wasn't that good anyway it was a good movie but everybody's gonna hate on it anyway oh you know it's not marvel Ooh, where's iron man where's iron man with his iron man powers I want to watch that crap. <laughs> Iron Man powers. That's what Iron Man has. He has Iron Man powers. Oh, um, man. Was there... Dan, was there anything Doesn't else you wanted to say about... Him? What? Doesn't Iron Man have nanites? Iron Man has an alcohol problem. That's that's all he has. <laughs> he has Jarvis. You know, that's pretty cool. That is true. Um, Love you, any 3,000. <laughs> Uh, any final thoughts, Dan, about the movie? Nah, uh, wasn't good. Hopefully, they do better next time. <laughs> Disco. Uh, like I said before, it was very flat. Uh, they tried things, but I just, I just feel like it fell flat. And uh, hopefully, this third one will will redeem themselves. Get a get two out of three uh, good movies in the trilogy. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> That is true. I, I, I don't know what they're going to do with the third one. I, I hope Patty Jenkins hires a writer to help her write this movie because the writing needs hey, some... Jeff Johns was working on her working on this one with her. Mm. So, oh, so there poor, you go. I don't know, so what, there the you go. What, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck Jeff Johns was doing, but... <laughs> I know what AT&T did to Jeff Johns so, to have something like this, but... Goddamn, this was not good. Um, and and it's funny because I said it was decent sequel in the in the at the beginning of this, and the more I talked about it, the more I just started shitting on it because it wasn't a decent sequel. So <laughs> I take my words. I hated back. this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I was trying to see. This is what happens. I was trying to be positive in the beginning, and then talking about it just like made me point out all the the stupid shit and how not. Okay, like, name one good thing about the movie. One good thing. It ended. Did. Oh, I, I said Cheetah. Cheetah was my Cheetah. favorite thing about the movie. Okay. Yeah. And a bad thing? Well, there was a lot of bad things. <laughs> yeah, the rest of it was pretty How much. How about for you, Dan? How was, what was the best thing for you about the movie? Th- that it ended. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was happy when it was uh, done. No, um, on, I, honest to God, there was nothing I really thought was good i mean the best thing was uh the barbara minerva character you understand why she wanted to uh be the like more domineering type of person um but yeah other than that there was nothing um no just kristen wig did a good job yeah kristen wig was the best part about a movie about wonder woman um (laughs) all right um all right, so I guess that was our final thoughts. Whew, that was a that was an interesting review. Um, th- everyone, thank you for listening to Los Wise Guys podcast. I am one of your hosts, Aslam, accompanied by Dan and special guest Disco. Um, 
If you like what you hear, follow us on social media. Like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. As always, have a great week. Mike, thanks for coming by, Peace. DT. Of course, of course. <laughs> Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs>